ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned in to His Hard Line. Thank you for joining us. Where every day we have something going on. Whether it's 1% with him, a His Hard Line discussion, or perhaps a Brandenburg block hour. Don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. You can also find us on Podbean. But we are here six out of the seven days a week. Here just trying to get Jesus in people's hearts. To tell you how to assemble your nation. How to get your nation back. How to restore the republic. How to take accountability for your own life. And to finally be free. You know, the problem is, is that there's just too many people out there that just want to complain. They don't want to be part of the solution. They just want to whine and whine and whine and blah, blah, blah. You know, they just want to cry, cry, cry. But you know what? I tell those people, once you get off to the sidelines, grab your little juice box, go sit down, suck your thumb, and watch the real men and women get after it. Because if all you're going to do is complain... Then what, then what good are you? Be part of the solution. Don't sit there and cry about it. Don't sit there and contribute to the problem. Or, you know, say you got the solution. Why don't you be part of it? Get involved with your assembly. But first, why don't you get involved with God? Because that's where it starts. You got to get involved with God. You got to get involved with Jesus Christ. Invite him in your heart. Because we can't turn this nation around unless we all point to God. God has to be centered at everything we do. I don't think many people realize just how important that little detail is. God has to be centered at the heart of everything. I mean, if we have any chance of turning this country around, that's the way it has to be. And remember what it says in Joshua 1.9. I command you, be firm and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Welcome to His Hard Line, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are at the wheel. They are the ones in charge. They are the host. Therefore, they're the ones steering the ship through these crazy, chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here today. We're going to give it a few seconds, a few more, another minute or so, let people trickle in here. Um, but it is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. And uh, again, like I always say, as long as you put your faith in and, and your faith and, and trust in God and Jesus Christ, He will steer your personal ship into that safe harbor and give you rest, so you can finally anchor and get your feet on solid, dry land and have peace and refuge. So, welcome again. Glad to have you all here. So, today is a special one percent with Him that we're doing today. I'm going to have a friend of mine who actually hauls fuel in the in, in you know out of the same terminal that um, him and I we both uh, haul out of. In fact, he hauls out of more terminals, but. Uh, he hauls gas here in West South Michigan, and he has this ministry uh, called Line in the Sand. So we're going to add him here in a second, but <clears throat> a couple of quick things, a couple show notes. So remember, don't forget to uh, check out the website, share the website, www.hishardline.com. And um, like I said, typically with 1% with him, we always do a Bible reading. Um, today, like I said, we're going to do a little something different. In fact, while I'm thinking about it, let me just pull one website up while I'm thinking about it because there is a topic that we're going to be talking about is really relevant and there is something I wanted to pull up. So let me just type this in real quick while we give people who are just looking at the link on Telegram uh, to click in. Let's see here. So 
one minute here. All right, I think I got what I needed. Go back here to the. So anyway, <clears throat> one thing I wanted to play, and I played this uh, in a previous show, but I think it's worth playing one more time. It's a really good sound bite that I found on TikTok, and you know, oftentimes when we pray to God for different things, when we ask, like I said yesterday, when I ask for patience, I, I pray for patience. God always seems to put the most obnoxiously slowest driver in the world in front of me, especially when I'm trying to get somewhere like in a hurry. And my wife will laugh at me. She's like, you know, you, you ask God for that. And so that's what he's doing. Give this a quick listen. I asked for strength. And God gave me difficulties to make me strong. I asked for wisdom. And God gave me problems to solve. I asked for courage. And God gave me dangers to overcome. I asked for love. And God gave me troubled people to help. My prayers were answered. Yeah, that's exactly it. I tell you what, God always always answers prayers in the craziest ways. So, so anyway, so I'm going to add my my buddy Aaron in here. So, Aaron, how you doing, buddy? Can you hear me all right, loud and clear? Yep, I can hear you great. Oh man, that's great. That's good stuff. Yeah, I posted some links. I'm uh, usually I actually have by now, shoot, by minute five, minute six. Usually already getting like you know a page and a half of people already in here. But you know, sometimes I've been having issues with Podbean. It's so stupid. Podbean likes to censor people it seems like and allows them you know whether they want to come in or not like one time i had when i had donna brandenburg on here for a a brandenburg block hour the gal that was running for governor in michigan i was getting text messages actually from people letting me know like text me saying like avid listeners saying hey i keep getting booted out i don't know what's going on with podbean but podbean has been quite the little excuse my language but the little bastard lately and like i said i'm happy i was able to actually add you into the show because i've had a couple people that i added on the show as co-host and was not adding them it was not adding them on so i don't know what's going on i'm looking at hopefully switching platforms because podbean since day one in february has been nothing but a pain in the butt but i'm glad you took some time out of your family life i promise i won't take too much of your time because i know you had i swear it seems like the saints like satan's attacking you galore because you said you, were, <laughs> yep. you, had, you had your power go out yesterday, right? Last night when you got Correct. home from work. Yep. And now you, you were saying today that your daughter hit a deer with her car today? No, she hit it the other day, but they just totaled it today. So it's been kind of a mess. So you're dealing with that with your beautiful red Peterbilt, which, by the way, we're going to get Aaron's TikTok information out to you all. So because I get a lot of people actually download this show and we're going to send some people over there on your TikTok. So we're going to get uh, Aaron's TikTok information out there. I'm going to put it in the show notes. You got to check out the AGO truck show. It's probably the best truck show you're going to see across the nation bar none. Um, really awesome. But sadly. He clipped a deer last night or yesterday morning, and that was very, very sad. <laughs> very yes, sad. Yes, it that, was. That beautiful. I'm still chroma. crying a little on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, all right. So let's we'll get right into it because I know you have a very busy evening. You got life, and just like me, we've got to get up at the crack of dawn. And actually, like two, three hours before the crack of dawn. So, so you have this ministry called Line in the Sand. You do it at your local church. Um, tell us about, well, first off, tell, tell us what church you're at, if you feel comfortable with that. And, and like, what's your ministry about? Like, let's get into that. I go to Kent city Baptist here in Kent city, Michigan. Um, I have for quite a while. Um, and I felt a few years ago, a couple of years ago, the Lord kind of talking to my heart a little bit and asking me to, um, 
spent some time talking to some guys about the struggle that I had for most of my life. And um, so I caught a couple of classes. I taught um, every young man's battle for some teenage boys. And then I taught every man's battle for some men, obviously, and that book regards uh, pornography and all of the struggles that come with that. So um, I taught that a couple different times, and then that kind of ended up turning into a ministry, if you will, and a Bible study. We meet a couple times a month um, off off campus at a, at a gentleman's uh, house, and it's really been amazing to see how the Lord's worked, to be quite truthful with you. Well, after the story you were sharing with me yesterday <clears throat> at the sickle terminal when we were rolling out of there um, about that guy, that that was a cool story. That guy out in California that you were talking about, um, unless you have a different story you have in mind. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, Aaron has been um, witnessing to so many men and specifically a lot of truckers because, you know, through the TikTok page, it's a it's a good conversation starter. And then we get so many people that that check out his truck. I mean, he has excellent, excellent footage of these trucks. Beautiful trucks. I mean, very beautiful. Um, I, I can't even. I mean, and they and they spend a lot of time on them. And they, and they have an awesome boss who has no problem dumping money in these trucks because he values his employees. He values nice equipment. And we're talking about a guy that also has an extensive Corvette collection. So it's you know, he likes to keep things nice. So he couldn't have a better group of guys. So he, what he does is they, Aaron and, um, they use these trucks and they generate conversations. And then, you know, one conversation leads to another and correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron. And then all of a sudden, you know, he starts leading into conversations about the Lord. And I don't know, I like that story you were telling me yesterday about the guy out in California that, that has a car hauler. Now, I don't know if you want to tell that story or if there's something else you wanted to speak on. Um, you, you pick, you, you tell me what route do you want to go with this? Because I know with your ministry, you really work with men that have issues too. Like I did, uh, struggling with pornography. Like I, I'm very open on this show. I've, I've said point blank. I have been a very terrible porn addict back in my day. And thankfully for a renewed love and finding of Christ, you know, that's <laughs> bye bye Satan. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's interesting because through my Instagram page, um, a couple of years ago, I met a guy in Louisiana and, um, we just chatted back and forth. He's also a few hauler and through conversation, um, both myself and a couple other guys that I work with, he said something one day about struggling with his marriage mm -hmm. and he kind of alluded to why he was struggling with his marriage. And, and I kind of finally asked him, I said, does this have anything to do with, with pornography? And he goes, absolutely. He said, Satan has just got a hold of me. This is a Christian guy. Mm -hmm. Satan's got a hold of me. And he goes, I just can't get out from underneath it. And it's really causing me to stumble. So that conversation ended up being, I said, well, why don't you either download the book or buy the book, Every Man's Battle? And then myself and a couple other guys worked through this book over the phone with this gentleman, he would read a chapter and the next day we would talk with him about it. We went through this entire book together. And that gentleman said that he was on the verge of probably divorce um, because he just felt so inadequate as a husband and just mm. as a leader in his home and Satan had him kicked right down <clears throat> into the dirt. Wow. And through just guys being honest with each other and open and truthful, um, that gentleman has got a vibrant, um, 
relationship with his wife again. And he, he feels that he's defeated the majority of that. Interestingly enough, the Lord laid it on my heart last week to spend some time in prayer over a few different guys. And this guy from Louisiana was one of them. And so I just started praying and I didn't know what I was praying for, what reason I had, but the Lord had him heavy on my heart. And uh, later that day, he reached out to me in, in text and he says, hey, man, it's been a while since I've talked to you. I just need your prayer. Satan's really battling with me right now. So we went back and forth. And, you know, in the time that the Lord had asked me to pray early in the morning, um, that guy was struggling. And, you know, and Satan was trying to tell him that that temptation was worth it. And so, you know, that's one example of a person that we've been able to just kind of minister through. And it started with the trucks. Wow. Um, I have another another friend in California that I met uh, about three years ago through Instagram. And we just talked because we had in common, both had Viper red trucks and we both had uh, amber to red um, switchback lights on our trucks. And we just had a lot in common. <laughs> and so we started talking, come to find out the guy's a very, very popular um, truck builder and uh, very well known in the show circuit out there. Um, his truck was featured in a music video. Um, and, uh, you know, he's just he's just a guy that's uh, that's unsaved and struggling through life. Mm. And it gave us the opportunity through the trucks and through different opportunities over the last couple of years. He ended up flying out his wife and him to Louisville to the truck show with my son and wife and I this year. We met him in person for the first time, had a great time. It kind of renewed uh, our friendship a little bit more. And he was sharing with me a couple of weeks ago that his wife and him were really struggling with their marriage. And he just didn't know where it was going to go. And she wanted to move out and get her own place and separate for a little while. And and I just told the guy, I said, you, you just can't do that. You have to you have to stay the course. And he said, no, no, it's OK. I'm going to let her do her thing. And then this and that the other thing. And it's OK. Mm. And I don't mind. It is what it is. And mm. and we talked over the course of the next two or three weeks and um I, I again uh, last week, I had that same day that I had the urge to pray for the guy in, in Louisiana, I started praying for this guy in California to the point to where it was so deep in my prayer life. As I was driving down the road at 4 30 in the morning, I was just about weeping and I didn't know why. I just knew that I had to pray. So I prayed yeah. for this guy in California. And uh, Friday night, he called me um, kind of later at night, well, about eight o'clock our time, five o'clock our time. And he was telling me he was all excited that he had, um, through this circumstance and that circumstance, through fate and ha, 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 um, he uh, ended up buying a house uh, out in California. And, um, and that was one of the things that him and his wife were struggling with. And the all the problems that they were having kind of, kind of fell apart. And I said, you know what, I got to tell you something. I told you I've been praying for you. And I said, the Lord laid it on my heart. Um, you know, Wednesday, this was Friday when he talked to me, I said, but Wednesday morning, to pray for you. And I said, I spent about 35 minutes just praying for you and your wife. And that, to be honest with you, that Satan would not win and that uh, you, you would not divorce your wife and that you guys would still continue to have a strong, vibrant relationship. And uh, I said, it sounds to me like he answered your prayer. And he goes, man, you just don't even know how much your prayers mean to me. Wow. And I really appreciate it. And he's not a saved man. He's not. I was going to say, he, he's, he's still lost, right? He yep, still does lost. not know the Lord. Nope. Nope. But it gave me an opportunity again through a truck, through a simple red truck. It started a relationship a couple of years ago, which turned into, you know, me praying for this guy and him realizing that the Lord was working and he did not get a divorce. Uh, I have another gentleman that I'm dealing with that started coming to our line in the sand group locally. 
and uh, he is struggling with his wife, and they are uh, separated but not divorced. And he said to me a couple weeks ago, he says, you know, I actually was thinking about just quietly filing and divorcing my wife and just moving on with life. And I've been praying for this guy for a long time, a long time, and heavily because I know like divorce is imminent. Mm -hmm. And um, he said to me the other day, he says, yeah, I was thinking about filing. He goes, I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't get a piece about it. I just couldn't get a piece about it. I just couldn't do it. And I said, it's because God doesn't want you to get divorced. I said, because here's the deal. At the end of the day, if you divorce, there's three generational curses that are going to happen on your life. Number one, the devil is going to win in your life as a man. Number two, mm -hmm. the devil is going to win in your wife's life. And number three, and more importantly, in my opinion, the devil is going to win in your um, six-year-old daughter's life. Wow. And I said, so there's going to be three victories for Satan and none for you. Oh. I said, you're a Christian. You know better. He goes, yeah, I know. And so um, he is trying to work through some things now. Uh, there's a lot more prayer that needs to take place. But those are three quick examples I can think of where God's just using me and causing me. Um, oh, there's another one I can think of. There's a guy in Colorado that I've been working with for the last couple of years on the phone, again, through the trucks, um, that was going to divorce his wife. And he had all kinds of terrible things to say about her. And through me giving him a speech that he not soon forgot, um, they have, to this day, they have a vibrant, uh, loving relationship. They are together. They are not divorced. Uh, matter of fact, they had another little girl <laughs> since then. And, wow. Um, it, it isn't anything that I've done. You know, the thing that the thing that I want to stress to your to your listeners who don't know me, I'm a very humble person. Um, oh, I just are. know that if if God asks you to do something and you do it, you can be a blessing um, to the kingdom and to this person. But if you don't, everybody loses out. And yep. so, you know, be, be a blessing. If God's calling you to be a blessing or God's calling you to pray for someone, if God's telling you walk over to that person and give them the last $5 in your wallet, you need to do it because that might be the very thing that turns their head towards the kingdom. You know, that might be the very person that doesn't have any money and is thinking about killing themselves that night. And because you obeyed the prompting of the Holy Spirit, and you brought them your last $5, you know, they now have a renewed vigor on life. $5 to you might be $5,000 to someone else. Wow. So, you know, that just gave me chills a minute. You said yeah. that actually, because you're so, it's so right. You're so spot on with that. And yeah, I, I, I can't even, you're so spot on with that. So, so let me, so let me ask you this because I've been wanting to, when, well, first off, let me ask you, when's your next, uh, line in the sand group? Do you do it once every two weeks, once a month? I can't remember. Yeah. Every two weeks on, on Tuesday. Uh, okay. Yeah, we meet in Kent City, Michigan at a gentleman who's got a uh, electrical business. We just meet in his barn in his office and there's you know, eight or nine guys or whatever it is that can come that week. And we just go through a book, Every Man's Marriage is what we're going through right now. And um, it's been really good. It's been really, really good. It's it's powerful what God's doing. So Kent City, I because I really in it's uh, I've been wanting to actually come check that out. Not not because I'm having a problem with it, but I love the idea and I love I want to witness and experience what you're doing because, like I said, God willing, and you know, again, I appreciate you taking time from your family. And like I said, we're busy men. We put in half our lives in the cams of these <laughs> trucks, and so yes, I do, do. <laughs> I do appreciate 
you spending time because I've been I've been telling I've been bragging about you actually believe it or not to the community here I said I cannot wait to have my buddy Aaron and hopefully John on I said because these guys are doing fantastic work not just in Michigan but nationwide using the power of social media and using the love of trucks and in reaching the hearts of of you know hardened men i mean because obviously we're in a trucking industry i mean just like military we're you know there's a lot of they, there's all sorts of breeds in this industry as you know you know you got good christian humble men and then you got you know just dirty filthy salt you know just solid you know bottom of the waist you know bad attitude men you know with and everything in between um but i i think what you're doing with the trucks is awesome so with line in the sand um how long you've been doing that um we've been officially in a ministry uh, for about a year it started about a year before that um myself and three other guys were going back through every man's struggle uh to try to put together some cliff notes and try to figure out a way to get in front of people and talk about pornography and how um destroys families and how to uh, beat it basically i mean if you can say such a thing as simple as that but yeah um ultimately uh it it turned into one night we were meeting um actually we were actually meeting at kent city baptist that night on a friday night and these these three other guys and myself were sitting down and we were eating pizza of all things and we we're going through the book and i turned the page and I, I don't remember what the word said but i remember seeing and i i stopped everybody right there i said stop right now I said, we're going to start a ministry and the ministry is going to be called Line in the Sand. And they kind of looked at me and I said, think about it, guys. The only way to defeat sin of whatever it is you're struggling with in your life is you've got to draw a line in the sand and you have to be so angry at your sin where you go, no more, no more. If it's debt, you have to go, no, I'm not going to spend anymore. I'm going to shred my cards. I'm going to do whatever it takes, you know. Um, radically transforming is the only way you can beat whatever that sin may be to you. And for me, years ago, you know, it was pornography. You know, I was I was addicted to, to the point to where it was just it was out of control. Um, if from the time I was a very very young adolescent, it, well into my thirties, it consumed oh, me. Um, and and so God got a hold of my heart, and in through His power, I've beat it. Um, 100% beat pornography, 100% for about six years now. I mean, That's 100%. Awesome. Uh, and, and again, it's not anything I'm doing on my own. It's, it's, it's just never allowing myself to be in that position. And when those thoughts come into my mind, immediately, you know, leave the room, uh, turn on the TV, uh, call someone, uh, get at the Bible app, do whatever I have to do, start singing, whatever I have to do to get that out of my mind. And in going through every man's battle with other men, I saw men's lives transformed so radically that their wives came up to me later and said, we had no idea what was going on in this. I asked for strength. Sorry about that. Podbean likes oh, to do okay. that once in a while. So, okay. so the wives would come up to you and say, I had no idea what? I had no idea how bad it was in this person's life but I am married to a completely different person now, a completely different person. And, and the thing about pornography with men specifically, a lot of people don't realize is there's a lot of um, outward expressions of anger or just 
blowing up or being frustrated because ultimately guys don't want to be held down by that sin, but they mm-hmm. don't know how to get rid of it. And so when your wife asks you a question or dinner's not on the table or, you know, whatever the case may be, the baby's diaper isn't changed, it makes you mad and you lash out. And that causes separation, obviously. And the more separation there is, especially in the area of the bedroom, you know, then you're that much more frustrated and then you throw yourself deeper into it. And most mm. guys that I've had the experience of dealing with in the few years that I've been a part of trying to help young men and men out of this addiction, um, I have found that the guys will get to a certain point where you just go on a bender. You just don't care anymore. It just doesn't mean anything to you. You don't care, like whatever. So I've, I've gone this far. So for the next six weeks, I'm going to do nothing but watch porn or, you wow. know, or, or whatever. And it happens all the time. I, I've talked to many, many, many guys that have come in the group that have said, oh, yeah, I used to go on six, eight, ten week benders. I wouldn't even look at my wife. I wouldn't touch her. I wouldn't do anything with her because I was so satisfied with my sin. I didn't care. Wow. And it's such a strange concept to think about yeah. that a guy could be satisfied by looking at other people. It, it, it's just totally irrational. Yeah. But I, oh, wow. That's, that, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's amazing. I mean, yeah. see, and this is why I think Satan is freaking trying to push your butt down because like I said, you, 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 your power went out yesterday. You hit a deer with your semi, you're dealing with your daughter's car who hit a deer not long ago. And now they decide to total it out. I mean, it just, it seems like, you know, and this is, that's how Satan works. You know, when you're working against his principalities and you're working against his little minions, his little whore min- minions, as I call them, you know, that that pisses him off. Excuse my language, but it pisses him off. And so when you're going on the offensive, he's got no choice but to go in a defensive and he's trying to push you down. But man, brother, if there's any man that can withstand Satan's freaking weapons and his arrows, it's you, dude. Because, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, and, and I'm finally glad to see the crowd here. I was a little concerned because usually right when the show starts, I usually get at least minimum four or five of my normal listeners. Like I said, Podbean can be a stupid idiot, but, um, but for those of you that don't know what Aaron looks like, he's a very tall guy, slender guy, but he's also one of those guys. He's a teddy bear, but you piss him off. Um, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't cross him. And so back, you know, back to with, with Satan, you know, Satan's got a, a tough match against Aaron because he is doing something. See, pornography is such, it's so rampant with men and women, but particularly men have to really do their best to overcome it. Cause what was the first sin in the world that brought sin to the rest of humanity? It was, it wasn't Eve taking the bite of the apple. It was Adam allowing Eve to deceive him and take a bite or not, not the apple, but you know, Oh, hold on stupid pod bean. This is why I turned on a volume, but Eve bringing that forbidden fruit that God said to Adam, you can eat from anything in this garden, except from that tree. Well, of course, and Eve got deceived by Satan and said hey it's okay and then eve takes that same fruit and goes to adam hey adam eat this and he didn't even question it he just took it hook line and sinker and then because of one man's action brought the whole world down in fallen sin and then because of one man's action by the name of jesus christ who sacrificed himself on that cross wiped away the sins of this world not saying that we still don't fall to sin but the faith in Christ, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm still learning myself, brother, but I know one thing for sure. As a, someone like myself who was hooked on pornography for a long time, I'm talking 
most of my 20s. In fact, all of my 20s. I mean, I was a promiscuous individual when I DJed. I, I, these people know I smoked a lot of weed. I tried cocaine once. I drank and drove a lot after nightclub, you know, when the clubs shut down. I mean, I made every poor choice out there. But the thing of the matter is, is when I got close to Christ and I and genuinely invited him in my heart and I started seeking Christ and I asked him, please amend my life, restore me from the inside out. And it took one bad argument. My wife and I had September of 2020. I'll never forget it because he shattered me. God shattered me in a billion pieces. He said, okay, I'm going to give you what you asked for, but this is going to hurt. And he took that giant steel mallet of divinity and he slammed me down and God did that hurt. And, but you know what? He instantly, as quickly as I started, as I broke, he quickly started restoring me. Now I'm still getting restored. I mean, cause we're always got something to work on, but boy, now my wife even says like, I, like we love each other more than the day we met. And it's just amazing when you kick that dirty, dirty deed to the side that we call pornography. It is. It, it's a game changer. And I commend you and salute you for what you're doing for humanity and men in this nation, because we need to rebuild the family unit again. And how we do that is raising solid men in this nation. And you're part of that, which is why I hope, God willing, whenever you have time and you want to, I want you to come on this show as many times as you want. I don't care if it's once a week, once a day, whatever, or once every couple of months, whatever suits you, Aaron. I'd love to have you and John on here and talk about different testimonies of men in your in your um, in your ministry because what you guys are doing is just outstanding and I, I applaud you guys. Thank you for what you're doing. I'm sure God loves what you're doing. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's it's interesting because as as soon as you, <laughs> I'll never forget one of the guys in in our group. Um, this was when we were going through every man's battle, and he came in and. I made a presentation before a men's group about two summers ago. Um, the pastor asked me, I, I told him what, what I was trying to do, what I wanted to do, the name of the ministry, what the goal was, what the mission was. It was to educate and help men overcome pornography. And I said, you know, pornography is the one thing that in church we're not allowed to talk about. And he goes, boy, do I ever agree. He said, because if I say the P word in front of the congregation, I go to a big church. It's about a thousand people. Um, he goes, I get emails and phone calls and text messages for a week afterwards. Like, you don't need to be talking about that. That's you're going to cause people to sin. And so I said, you know what? I will I will go and I will speak in front of that group of 100 plus men and I will talk about my testimony and I will make a presentation of what I'm trying to do and we'll see who shows up. And I went there and all the way there, I said, Lord, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? What do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? And he said, I'll provide the words when you get there. So I got there and, and, and nobody knew I was coming. Um, the guy that actually runs the entire event had no idea I was coming. The pastor came up to me and said, hey, this is Aaron. Here's something really important he needs to talk about. Um, how much time can you give him? And initially it was five minutes. That was initially what they were going to give me. And I thought, how do you present something like this in five minutes? Yeah. It's not possible. And so the guy goes, you know what? Hey, honestly, we got about an hour. And so I said, okay, Lord, there it is. And so I got up in front of these guys. I looked them all in the eye. It was at, it was at a camp. It was right along the Muskegon River um, in Bridgeton area. And there was, like I say, 50, 75 guys, uh, some of them grandparents, some of them you know, newlyweds, some of them teenage, you know, 15, 16-year-old kids. 
I looked him all in the eyes and I said, I'm going to tell you a story uh, about something that happened. And so I told him the story about this young guy that um, got exposed to pornography, Playboy magazines as a young guy and and uh, how that that journey um, began. And he presented it to his dad and told his dad what he had found and where it was at. And and this this guy's dad went and said something to his brother was the one that had the pornography. And he goes, ah, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's no big deal. It's not that big of a deal. And I said, well, I don't want to go to this person's house anymore because I don't want to look at that stuff. It didn't, it's not right. Mm. And that journey began in that young man's life. And uh, that got a hold of him. Those visual uh, got a hold of him. And that guy's life took a turn, a 30 plus year turn of destruction, self-destruction and of every different type of way. And I looked those guys in the eyes and I said, that guy was me. And the reason that I can so clearly talk about all these struggles and the way that the emotions were is because they're raw. It's what I lived with my entire adulthood life. And, and I said, and I'm telling you guys right now, I, I want to help any of you that are struggling to get through this. Because there's only one way we can do it. Number one, it's together. Number two, we have to admit that we're doing it. Number three, we have to turn from it. Mm-hmm. And so I remember there was this, this, this gentleman that came up to me, married several kids, came up to me, tears running down his cheeks. And he goes, you know, when I signed up to come to this group, I had no idea what I was coming for. And every guest speaker that came up and talked, I thought, nope, this isn't it. Nope, this isn't it. Nope, this isn't it. Nope, this isn't it. He goes, and you stood up front and you laid your soul bare and you told everybody your struggles and your sin and what your life, you know, what it looked like and what happened in your life. And I saw the raw emotion as it strolled down your cheeks. And he says, Lord, this is what I'm here for. So he came up to me and he talked with me and he goes, man, I need this. I need this so bad. When can we get started? I need it. I need it so bad. And so then I had to get it. I had to get the ministry launched and I had to get it going. And this guy was coming to our group and he came every week and he quietly just sat there and didn't say anything. And I remember one of the guys um, in our group, um, you know, you know who it is, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I'm not going to say who the name is, but there's a yep. younger, shorter guy <laughs> said to me, he goes, he says, I need to say something. He looked that guy in the eye and he says, have you told your wife? Well, no, no, no. I'm going to get it under control and this and that and other thing. And then I'm going to tell him. He goes, no, no, no. Have you told your wife? And that, that question from that man change that guy's life forever. He he went home and he sat down and he told his wife about everything, all the struggles, everything. He laid his soul bare and they wow. began a journey together. And that relationship is stronger now than it's ever been in all their years of marriage. He, he looked me in the eye one day. He said, Aaron, I sincerely told my wife for all the years we've been married, how much I loved her. He said, but I never meant it. He goes, until I was able to free myself from this sin well, gripped a hold of me all of my life and all of my married life. And once I was free from that bondage, I can truly look my wife in the eye and say, I love you and mean it. That's how mm. deep the sin, that's how deep the bondage goes. Oh, and guys yeah. are willing to just go through life with their head in the sand. It's okay. And everywhere you go, it's no big deal. It's all right if you look at it. It's fine. It's just a nude picture. It's just a this. It's just a that. And I'm here to tell you right now, as men who are visually stimulated, women are emotionally stimulated, men are visually stimulated. If you allow that to get a hold of your life, it will destroy you. And if you it know? destroys you, it'll destroy generationally. Oh, yeah. So that's what this ministry is all about. 
that is amazing. That is amazing. You know, I know I'm going to wrap this up for respect of your time here, but just a quick little short, like 30 second story. My wife and I, we were laying in bed watching a movie and she likes to scroll through, you know, Target and Kohl's and, you know, all the crap that women like to spend our money on. You know, it's it's fun. Right. Well, she was looking at stuff um, like a lingerie of some sorts. Right. And she, you know, like all wives, I like to ask for our opinions. What do we like? What do you like? Well, and she was like, hey, can I show you something I'm like, yeah, what's up? She goes, what do you like better? And she pulled up her phone and kind of put it in my face. And of course, it was a woman like in a not quite like Victoria's Secret style, but definitely a woman in a, you know, lingerie kind of revealing. Right. But something that you would see in a a circular or, you know, that you get in in the mail. And I said, look, I'm like, how about you just pick whatever you think is good? I trust your, you know, I trust your, your taste. Cause she's generally got pretty good t- taste. She goes, yeah, but I like your input. I said, okay, I said, I'm just, I'm going to shoot to you straight. So I really kind of don't really want to look at other women that are even just halfway kind of exposed. I mean, yeah, granted she's not naked, but I really don't want to look at that. I said, cause here's the thing that picture, because like what you said, men are visually stimulated. That picture could plant that seed for something further. And then something further. And then so goes a dominoes. And quite frankly, don't really want to go down that route. And she looked at me in complete utter shock and surprise that I actually went down that analysis for her and my own self-awareness of what that simple, seemingly harmless photo that you that everybody sees in the world, how what that could lead to. And she's like, huh, okay. Like, you know, I mean, that right there solidified it for her that I was like completely kicked out and done with that. And so I just, it's just really amazing, but I do think what you're doing is great. And I'd like to have you back on again. And, and before we, uh, we close this out, cause like I said, guys, Aaron is like me, he wakes up, uh, like two, three, four hours before the crack of dawn. So we're going to respect his time, but I do want to read this one little scripture because it is 1% with him. And I cannot let this show end without reading at least one verse, Romans six nineteen. I am speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations for just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity into lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness. So now present your members as slave to righteousness, leading to sanctification. And so, ladies and gentlemen, the Internet's a dangerous thing, but also can be a very powerful tool for good. And the one big industry that saturates the industry, the Internet is pornography. It's rampant. And Satan has succeeded in twisting and perverting sex. And, you know, he's taken what is good and right, created by God, loving sex between a husband and wife, and replaced it with lust, pornography, adultery, uh, rape, and, of course, homosexuality of all things. And so, you know, pornography can be the first step to a very, very slippery slope of an ever-increasing wickedness and immorality. And, And the addictive nature of pornography I mean, it's well documented out there. And and just as a drug user must consume greater quantities of drugs or more powerful drugs to achieve that same high, pornography drags a person deeper and deeper, just as Aaron was describing, into a hardcore sexual addiction and unfortunately, you know, more ungodly desires. So be very aware out there, especially men out there. So, but Aaron, real quick, before you go, we're going to end this in prayer. But before we do a prayer and close out the show, where can people find you on TikTok? What's the best way to find you on Instagram, wherever you want to, what, what information you want to put out there for people to come find you and see your beautiful truck before you hit the deer. <laughs> uh, so I've got a TikTok page, um, which I do a lot. Uh, my son actually runs both my pages for me, but um, it's at AGO truck show. 
Um, and then my Instagram is um, also AGO Truck Show. And Jonathan runs that page with me. And on those pages, by the way, those are family friendly. I do not allow any cursing, any bad language. There is no videos that have any women of any kind. It is just trucks, mine and others, friends of mine, um, in conversation. And that's that. Um, so not even the music. I don't even allow the music to be anything distasteful. So um, we just have a lot of video, a lot of footage of our trucks on those pages. And it's also a great opportunity for ministry. It's, I mean, it's been an amazing ministry tool for me. But AGO Truck Show on both of those, Instagram and uh, TikTok. But I'm really working with the TikTok stuff right now, just all the videos and all the footage. And I have a certain co-host uh, host that is working on some <laughs> stuff with me too. So <laughs> that's awesome, man. That is awesome. And yeah, we we definitely, like I said, I once I get that 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 awesome selfie stick because I want to work on some awesome videos for you and and um and and get 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 a whole different vantage point of these trucks and and eventually, hopefully, you know, my wife will let me. <clears throat> <laughs> she's listening um i want to get one of those awesome fancy drones we do some really cool aerial you know footage you know action footage of these awesome red trucks but uh ladies and gentlemen check it out again it's at ago ago truck show and you it's the same call sign on tiktok and instagram check aaron out check john out jonas they're great men they're doing god's work using big boy toys uh, Peterbilt. Um, I'm not going to tell you what I drive because everybody will laugh at it. <laughs> Kenworth. Um, but Aaron, I really appreciate you joining us. And, and if you don't mind, I know you we need to go night night, but we'll do a quick prayer. I promise to keep this uh, fairly, fairly short here. So Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you so very much for the ministry that Aaron and john and others have started and are ministering to other men lying in the sand please bless this ministry bless these men and protect them give you know strength you know please put a good strong armor of god around these these fine gentlemen because clearly when they are going against satan satan's going to try to attack back with with vengeance and we know that your vengeance is stronger so we just pray for their protection and, and pray for guidance and we pray that their, their ministry continues to grow not just uh locally but also nationally so uh we do thank you though for these machines that we use to get our daily jobs done these semis these beautiful trucks and we just we just pray that um, we, we just want to say thank you, Father, for another day of life and good health, because again, without our good health, we have nothing else. So we pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. One last thought quick. Uh, yes. One of your listeners asked a question, uh, what's the name of the book for the Bible study? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the books that we're doing is a series, um, Every Young Man. It's the Every Man series. So the first one we did is called Every Young Man's Battle. Then we went to Every Man's Battle. And now we're doing Every Man's Marriage. Every Man's Marriage to answer the question. And I tell in. you, if you can get through Every Man's Marriage book, first and foremost, excuse me, Every Man's Battle book, first and foremost, it is deep and it is hard to get through. I'm telling you, it is hard but if you can get through that i'm telling you right now it's amazing and then every man's marriage is the book we're doing right now and lives are being changed i'm telling you right now it's happening lives are being changed 
Aaron, I'm so thankful for what the work you're doing. Like I said, as somebody like myself who struggled with this for year, you know, years, and even going into our marriage, like I said, marriage should have ended multiple, multiple times. And she's listening in. She knows it's been a battle. But now, now our, our because of Christ and just the way our lives have taken shape and we have been centering God in our household and in our marriage, it, it, it absolutely could not be better. I mean, at least from my perception, I mean, she might have something else to say about it. She's probably like, well, you could take me shopping a little bit more if you really feel that way you know <laughs> but but i do on a whole serious note really appreciate your time and anytime you want to come on here because i love to hear more testimonials i know more people that are listening here as a matter of fact i've gotten more live listeners here than i do when i'm just doing my regular one percent within bible reading it's like you tripled it here dude so i think people are really digging and hearing what you have to say so you're always more than welcome to come back maybe get Johnny on here and we can talk about more of these uh, testimonials or, you know, whatever you want to talk about. If you want to talk about something specific from one of these books, great, whatever. I'll open up the floor to you. But anyway, I know it's nighttime for you. It's bedtime. So I'll leave it at that. I hope you have a good morning, a good night, whatever. <laughs> we'll see yeah. you at two, 3 a.m. tomorrow. I'm sure somewhere on the road. <laughs> Sounds good. And if, and if the listeners have given you feedback on it, and anybody's interested, I mean, I think I could probably do a once a week thing if that's something you guys wanted to do. Or we can just talk about that struggle, specifically pornography. Um, it's something needs to be talked about. I'm not ashamed to talk about it. I'll give my full testimony if that's what you want to hear. Um, I can get into some more specifics without mentioning any names. But if that's what the, if anybody wants to listen to, anybody wants to talk about it, um, we can do this once a week. You know, the only way to, to beat satan is to shake the ground he's standing on and the only way yes. we can do it is by the power of blood amen dude i would love to have you back you know once a week like i said even if it's only you know you even if you only want to spare 15 minutes to tell a story that's fine 30 minutes 40 minutes you you name it i'll i'll stay because i feel like this is this important it's worked so well in my marriage and my life and i i want to see other people who are struggling with the same thing to beat it as well. And so I think the best way to beat it is to hear from other people like you. So Good. again, I thank you, Aaron. And uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely going to do this because it, we need, we need to shake Satan out and we need to rebuild families by rebuilding good, strong men again. Fantastic. Well, I'm happy that I could jump on and I'm looking forward to talking with you guys again soon. 10, four. All right, well, go get some rest and I'm going to play this outro music. And ladies and gentlemen, like I always say here at his Hardline, we are firm, we are steadfast and we are uncompromising. And remember, as it states in Joshua one, nine, I command you be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. And so I hope you all have a fantastic evening a fantastic afternoon or morning wherever you're at in the world and yeah please join us and thank you for coming and, and listening to aaron and uh please listen to the download the replay send it to friends and family that you know that might be struggling with this because it's a very real battle for a lot of men and women and women too and so um i'm going to share this heavily on telegram and i'm going to share it on true social i suggest you do the same so i hope you'll have a great day and god bless all right out for now Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Every day we have something going on. Whether it's 1% with him, a his hardline discussion, or perhaps a Brandenburg block hour. Don't forget to check out the website www.hishardline.com. You can also find us on Podbean. But we are here six out of the seven days a week. 
here just trying to get Jesus in people's hearts to tell you how to assemble your nation, how to get your nation back, how to restore the republic, how to take accountability for your own life, and to finally be free.